Hello, this is John Beasley welcoming you to the second of our Rewinds from Harmony UK podcast, or as I like to think of it, my own personal job creation programme at home during the lockdown. Well, the kettle's on, and I've got one of those rather rubbish homemade jingles in the oven. Let's uh, see if it's ready. Back in time, we're going back in Nah, could do with another five minutes. They're never as good as the ones that you can buy in the shops, you know. So, here's the tea. Uh, grab yourself one too and join me for a little nostalgia about some of the more humorous performances that we've been lucky to see on convention stages over the past few years. Beginning with the silver medalists in the European Mixed Quartet Contest in Bournemouth in 2017. Pastor Hannes Kerr were a group of friends from Sweden whose style sense of fun and choice of comic songs brought the house down. We barbershoppers love the old songs and here in beautiful Bournemouth, Pastor Hannes Kerr wants to know if you want to celebrate some British good old songs. You do? British songs, yes. Here we go. (laughs) Ding, 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 ding. Bring back those good old songs. We mean the songs with the beautiful melodies. Those were the good old songs. We love those peppy tunes we could croon. He knows so many ways. Come on and sing along, and we will sing a very British song. Now I go clean and windows turning on his for a nosy Parker, it's an interesting job. Now it's a job that just suits me. A window cleaner you would be. If you can see what I can see when I'm cleaning windows. In my profession, I work hard. And I'll never stop. I'll climb this blinking ladder till I get right to the top. Pajamas lie inside my side. Ladies, ladies, I have spied. I've often seen what goes inside when I'm cleaning windows. When I'm cleaning windows. Master Hannes Kaur hoping to curry favour with the judges, or so they said, uh, by singing some very traditional British songs, including that one made famous in the 1930s by the ukulele strumming comic performer George Formby. The quartet is made up of two husband and wife teams, Anna, Richard, Neymar and Jamie. But what about the quartet name? Who was Pastor Hannes? And why his choir? We happened to end up in a, in a Swedish comedy TV series in the 90s. And we were singing, it was all about a radio station with a super low budget. So they didn't have money to actually buy records. They bought records in those days, right? Uh-huh. So they, to fill out time, they, they had this one-hour program spot every day called Pastor Hannes Request Hour. So they called in asking for a song. And, and, and Pastor Hannes, who was a, a real pastor, not a real pastor, but it was a sort of a fake pastor, and he said he always answered the phone, uh, sort of speaking in tongues with yeah. oh, 
Lele, welcome to the show. Who am I speaking with? Great to have you. Uh, and everyone calling in was extremely drunk. <laughs> I said, oh, this is uh, Bob from, you know, from... Where do we? Where are we? Yeah. You, you tend to forget those so, things. When no, you're drunk, so, yeah. so, so yeah. So anyway, so well, this guy Bob, whoever it was, called in and asked for the latest, you know, top song from the American list of, you know, which used at that time back in '94. That was songs by Snoop Doggy Dog, or Primal Scream, or groups like that. Uh-huh. Uh, totally unsingable in a cappella, but uh, that was our job to sing those songs. So you sang those songs in a cappella then, Jim? Yeah. Yeah, we did. Uh, we had to sort of come up with an arrangement of them and and sing them on the show. And the premise was that this pastor was expecting to get requests for church hymns or whatever, <laughs> and instead he got requests for Primal Scream. So has, has the quartet been together since then, since the 1990s? No, 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 no. We, we, we sang together. We're good friends, and we were good friends before that, but we never sang that much together before that. And then, uh, you know, we, we sang for some time. And then back then, there was no way to, you know, compete in mixed uh, quartet. Uh, that was just like guys competing with guys and girls with girls. So, so uh, but then when we heard about maybe five, six years ago, that there was a mixed competition for, for quartets as well. We, we said, hey, we, we want to do this. And the first question was, okay, what are we going to call ourselves? And everyone, looked, we looked at each other and said, and said do, is there any other name that we could go under than Pastor Hannes Kors? Uh, so that's our name. That, that's absolutely fantastic. You have kept the comedy element going because what we saw this evening were a huge range of British songs performed in a in a very very amusing way. Well, thank you. The, the yeah, we try to bring in some good old British songs into the <laughs> competition stage. <laughs> in, in, in order in order to uh, in order to soft soap the judges and, and 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 try and get a win. Of course, that's the back thought. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, you, we've been talking to Richard and Jamie, and and I gather your wives singing the and one of your wives has joined you. Yes, hi, I'm Naima. And just tell us about this, this, this comic element. I mean, d- did you know these songs before? And did you have to go on the internet and research them or what? No, we, we actually knew quite a few of them. Really? We George had, Formby? Had, you knew George Formby? We did, actually. Wow. But we also got him. some good tips and tricks from our, our British friends. Uh, so we asked them, uh, what songs would you suggest? And so th- this was one of the songs that came up, Cleaning Windows. Because I was ta- sitting next to a German lady uh, from Bing who was telling me that when you went to Germany, you did pretty much the same thing with all the popular German songs. Yeah, that's kind of a thing. Yeah. <laughs> that's kind of <laughs> so, so what is it? We're going to see you going around Europe with, 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 with all the popular songs of... Well, if we get in... Ireland just a couple of minutes ago. <laughs> oh, you've you, you got great scope with Ireland, haven't you? <laughs> yeah. Wonderful. That, that's like a... Fortune of song coming out of Ireland. You you you, the, you can dip de- dig deep in that chest of gold, really. One of the wonderful things is that you, you you won silver tonight, which is absolutely fantastic. You also gave the judges one or two heart attacks along the way. I think we probably did. Yeah, um, we apologize for that, but at the same time, we we think it's kind of fun to to sort of 
come up with our own arrangements and just sort of woodshed our way to, to a competition package. Things in life are bad They can really make you mad Other things just make you swear and curse When you're chewing on life's grizzle Don't grumble, give a whistle This'll make things turn out for the One Monty Python song was arranged by by a very good arranger named Yuan Bickstrom. The other song with all the kind of uh, songs that we sort of just put in uh, that was uh, that was us. So we we think it's sort of fun to kind of go back to the roots and and find songs that we think would sound good in barbershop and just arrange them. Well, you've certainly brought a freshness and a vitality and and a lot of humour to this convention and, and long may it continue. Thank you very much to all of you. Thank, Thank you. you. Just before you draw your terminal breath Pastor Hannah's core with the concluding song of their competition set at Monty Python's Always Look on the Bright Side of Life. Yes, a song with particular resonance right now, I feel. Though, if you have been keeping an eye on social media, then there is still a lot going on, even while we're all stuck indoors. Both Region 31 and Babs are in the process of setting up virtual conventions during May, which all looks very exciting indeed. Even sooner, on Sunday, April the 19th, Labs are piloting an interactive online event which will be hosted by Helen Lappert from Amersham Acapella. 100 places available to Labs members on Zoom, or you can watch via the Labs Facebook page. Uh, We're told Bohemian Rhapsody will feature prominently, and there's a special guest interview to look forward to as well. More details via the Labs app or on their social media. And for our second rewind, let's stick with some memorable moments from Labs conventions in 2016 and 2017, which then formed the topic for a breakout session all about parody, which was held at the 2018 Babs Harmony College. With me so far? All will become clear. From Birmingham, under the direction of Rod Butcher, Second City Sound. We're in Harrogate at Labs 2016, and the curtains have just opened on a colourful scene. More than 40 singers and their musical director, all decked out as characters from one of the most famous animated films of all time. Hey, Woody, the coast is clear. This is Birmingham's Second City Sound. You've got a friend in me. You've got a friend 
Their first song, taken from Toy Story, was Randy Newman's You've Got a Friend in Me. Their second was a parody penned by Second City Sound's Helen Brown on the perils and pitfalls of performing in one of these barbershop convention contests. At this year's Babs Harmony College, Helen and the chorus's musical director, Rod Butcher, hosted a breakout session on parody. Well, more of that in a moment, but first I asked them about the origins of their 2016 contest set and an idea first formed in a car park late at night. Well, actually, it's a strange old thing, but every Monday night after chorus rehearsal, nearly every Monday night, we have a, a debrief where we talk about how the night's been and a little bit about planning for the future. And it was in the car park, um, one cold and windy, wet Christmas, um, that we first started to talk about Toy Story and the song You've Got a Friend in Me and how we might use it at convention. And I said, well, why don't we find a second song and dress up and do something? <laughs> <laughs> so you dressed up with, with bells on, really, didn't you, the chorus uh, on this occasion? Well, the equivalent of bells, yes, with beards and <laughs> headdresses and green paint and cowboy hats, yeah. So tell us how difficult it was. I mean, let, let's, let's just talk about the, the, the physical difficulties of getting how many people in the chorus? We had 45, I think, to go to convention that year. 45 people who had to dress up as Toy Story characters. Yes, but I think because they were so excited and so keen about it, they were chomping at the bit to get themselves kitted out. So it was actually quite a pleasure to, to get on and do it. Well, for example, how did, how did you source the costume? Did they all make their own or did you buy them or what? No, that was a variety of things. Uh, some people went off and just did their whole costume. I went off and did my Stinky Pete costume, so I bought my beard and my moustache and my eyebrows. And I bought um, a Mexican hat and butchered it with a pair of scissors and a pair of dungarees. And there were other people, for the group of soldiers, for example, they, they talked to the dress committee, and the dress committee bought their outfits for them and organised to make sure that they were uniform, excuse the pun, and that everything they had looked the same. So it was done in a different way, depending on whether you were a one-off character, whether you were a group character, and then the key characters that had really complicated costumes, like Bullseye and Slinky, um, they were put together by a fantastic seamstress we've got called Mandy, Mandy Gilliland in our chorus. She did that. But did you have to tell people what they were going to be? I mean, you, you, if they choose, presumably you could end up with 15 Buzz Lightyears on stage and, 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 and 27 uh, Slinkies and so on. Well, being a little bit of a control freak, yes, there did have to be a plan uh, for that very reason, that we couldn't have had 43 soldiers and, and one slinky. Um, so I, it was a combination of asking people to give three choices, what would you like to be, top three choices, and then dishing them out that way to make sure people at least had got, if they really didn't want to be a soldier, then don't put soldier on the list and you'll be one of the things you might want to be.
So for the first song in the set, you've got a friend in me, you weren't parodying Toy Story at all, you were just getting into character and getting into the swing of the song. Yeah, we were just looking silly, really. But you were parodying for the second song. Tell us about that, Rob. Yeah, well, it, you know, we, we needed a second song. Uh, Toy Story songs are not uh, really out there, are they? We, but uh, um, we, we found this one and thought, yeah, that'll do. It's a weak song, but we, we, we parody it. We can make it funny and get away with it, which we did. And Helen wrote the parody lyric. a lot when I wrote that one because I hadn't done a huge number before um, and for me the way I did it was get the idea of what is it we want to sing about we want to turn this into a song about singing about us going to convention and not always being as successful as we might like and then you've got to pick the main important line in the song which was when somebody loved me in the original um, make that your strap line and I turn that into when we sing the right notes um, because as barbershoppers that's the first thing we need to do isn't it sing the right notes and sing in tune and then it developed from there and how did you ensure that it was funny because you, you do see some parodies that are a little off this isn't one of them this is one of the funniest ones I've ever seen but but that must have been a worry yes and so um, I wrote lots and lots of little lines down and thought about this in the car and in bed and in the shower and I wrote loads of rhyming lines and jotted them all down and I wrote them on my phone and then I put them all together in a big bunch and of the hundred ideas I had I probably used about nine or ten and they were the ones that made me laugh out loud the first time that I said them so the years go by we never Did someone come and watch beforehand? Was there a, a dress rehearsal at which you tried these out? We it evolved really, and uh, we tested them amongst the chorus members. First of all, Rod, uh, the key chorus members, um, the chorus. We read the lyric out to the chorus, and because they'd sat chuckling and at times rolling around at them, we thought this is a song about taking the Mickey out of barbershop things and they're all laughing and they're barbershoppers so this works and then we had visitors to chorus um, who did come along and laugh at it too so we thought it was funny but we weren't sure whether we could perform it well enough to make it hysterically funny but it seemed that we did yeah 
we had what I class as professional help within the barbershop movement. I mean, Dale Kinston um, from Sound Crew, you know, and the stuff they'd done in, in the 2000s, uh, really funny. And the parodies that they wrote, which were lyrically clever, and as we've sort of explained, you know, trying to follow the original lyric is a good idea, and using key words and key phrases, which Helen did, but then was left to, to really make it funny. And I think Dale, he did a number of things. Important things would be he brought out the comedic element. He said, you've got to get the message across. They, that's the first time they've heard it, so you've got to enunciate and make sure they get it. Secondly, he, he looked at comedic timing. Um, uh, you know, and if there's a pause, wait, 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 go now. And and I think probably above all, he put little bits in that were gems. Um, I mean, the bit about when we sing flat and having the leads actually sing half a tone down and then correct it, you know, which it just brought it to life. Uh, fantastic. But when we sing flat, on stage directing dressed as Woody and, and, and actually with Andy written on your sandals didn't you? Is that yeah, right? we, t- attention to detail in the costume you know, everything we tried to do according to what we see in the film so like I had a, you know, a ring on the back of my waistcoat I, I had Andy put on the sole of the shoe not that it lasted very long uh, but I think it helped us in respect of we, you know, we, we were in character we felt good in the costumes because they had some quality to them and uh, thanks to the audience it went over really well It, it must have been a little bit um how shall I put this? It must have been a, a, a little bit daunting, though, to go on stage. I mean, when did you realise it was going well? Well, I, the audience were fantastic. We were late on, that helped. And, uh, you know, the first reaction when the curtains opened started it, and then it just unfolded. We were nervous, yeah. I, I mean, we were under-rehearsed, you know, we'd put so much effort in, but however, we needed more time. And, you know, we were on a metal, and we were, we were sharp as we could be, and we went on with an intention to do as well as we could, and the audience helped us enormously. But it's held the chorus back in some ways, hasn't it? You, 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 were, you were telling me that... Um, You've now got four, because you did two more Toy Story-related songs the following year. Yeah, we, we went back in with the costumes and did two more songs, so, so we've had two years of contest with it, and it's knocked the repertoire about a bit in putting all that effort in, and we've now got to rebuild. Um, because we didn't want to waste it, I mean, one more time, you know, like ringing the flannel out, we're taking it to IABS this year, and then we're back in January, I guess, and we'll try and get two more contest songs. I, we, I guess we won't do two parodies, but... <laughs> don't hold me to it. The trouble with the parodies, of course, is they're all about barbershops. So they, presumably they don't work to a general audience. If you do a sing-out or a concert, you can't really use it. <laughs> That's right. You've got a friend in me we use, um, but the other three we don't, sadly. Because yeah. it means something to us in barbershop or the barbershop audience, but, but not to the general public. So anyone listening to this or having watched you on YouTube, because, of course, it, it, it's all up on the Lab's um, uh, YouTube page if, if you want to see it. What are the do's and don'ts of parodying, do you think? Well, I, th- I think you've got to be clever with the lyric. I mean, lyric parody is... Is, uh, is about using as much of the original as possible in, and, and the, in the lyricist intention and, and, and weaving gags around that because the audience then will identify with the bits that they know and, and indeed if it's a known song it will go so much better. 
Second City Sound MD Rod Butcher and Helen Brown, who had to go halfway through that interview at Babs Harmony College to get to a rehearsal of the College Ladies' Chorus. So much going on at that weekend in Nottingham. Now, as you heard, Second City Sound will be giving their Toy Story set one final outing at IABS, the Irish Association of Barbershop Singers Convention in Cork on the first weekend of October 2018. Best wishes and good luck to all those taking part. And let's end this special podcast feature with a little more from Birmingham's Second City Sound. Their 2016 Labs convention performance won them the trophy for most entertaining chorus, a prize given every year by members of Sweet Adeline's Region 31. Well, at the following year's Labs convention, the chorus dressed up again in their Toy Story costumes and reflected on their moment of glory. Second City Sound. You can find their performances from 2016 and 2017 on YouTube. Lots of great visual gags, which I guarantee are well worth a watch. Have they finished? 
Yeah, I uh, think they have. And I'll add the links to those Second City Sound performances at Labs to the Harmony UK podcast Facebook page, along with the songs that you heard earlier on from Pastor Hannes Kaur. It's uh, getting quite crowded over there, you know. Well, the last rewind in this edition comes from the Sage at Gateshead and the Sweet Adeline's Region 31 contest of 2018. For more than a decade, the quartet Footlights had been a staple at the Region 31 contests each year. They sang in the open category, and every year you could guarantee some laughs along the way. We are ready for contestant number 12 from Chapter at Large, Region 31, and Phoenix Chapter, performing in the Open Division, Footlights! We just watched one of the most memorable sets, I think, from uh, a quartet called Footlights, who are all with me now. I'll tell you what their uh, tell you what their costume is in just a moment. But you, you are Sarah. I, I'm bass. I sing low, the low, lowest part. I'm Fiona on the tenor, Hilary baritone, and Sam lead. And you are all at the moment. Whereas a lot of people wear sequins, go for the the, the fashionable look. You you look as though you're ready for a day at a health spa. You've all got your white dressing gowns, gowns. You, you, you your hair's all uh, done up in towels and things. Very perceptive. Yes, that's I'm, what we're doing. I'm, yes. I'm quite good at that for a bloke, aren't I? I'm very impressed. Yeah, yeah. We like the face masks. We think the face masks are something different. We're all wearing. One of us is wearing a yellow face mask. The other one's had a. But yeah, uh, I'm in blue and you're in a. Peppermint facial. <laughs> what inspired this set then? It was it was great to watch. It was very very funny. We'll hear a bit of it in, in just a moment. But um, but what was it that put you onto this? Well, Hillary is our parody queen, really. I think. Did we start with smile? Or did I we think start with we them? started with wanting to go on in dressing gowns. Yeah. We actually had we actually had some dressing gowns from a previous set, and we were going to reuse those, but we ended up buying new ones. <laughs> and um, and the idea of going from a spa the songs just fell into place and then we worked the script around it never mind this rejuvenation therapy has anyone else noticed as as you get older your hair skin and brain cells continue to die while those stubborn fat cells have eternal life Mm. you need a positive fitness plan Mm. oh and i found the gym all right and there's a great machine what does it it do? do kit kats Snickers, M&M's. Oh. And Smile, you, you, you put your own words to that, haven't you? Yes, every year I parody one song, one very traditional, well-loved barbershop song, and I um, change it a little, yes. Lift your pelvic floor with gladness, hide every trace of madness. Although a tear may be ever so near, that's the time you must stop your moaning. Think of the butt you're toning. You'll find Pilates is worthwhile if you just smile. I mean, this is the first time I've seen your quartet, but it looks like you're very. You, the name was chosen very carefully, Footlights. 
Yes, absolutely. Well, I'm probably not the right person to ask because these ladies were the original Footlights and I'm a recent addition. <laughs> but you go for comedy most of the time? Absolutely, then? yes, always. Yes, yes, always now. We are, I think we're expected now within Region 31. I think people would be quite disappointed if we didn't do a comedic set, really. Yes. Yeah. I was going to ask about that because whereas everybody else is doing two songs, of course, you did four. Yes, yeah, so we sing in the open division where we also have the opportunity to engage with the audience, um, which is quite nice. And so our set has to have an element of conversation around and they all need to link each other incredibly well. So, you know... It, you know, we've done this for this is our fifth year of doing this, so we're getting quite used to now knowing what the audience wants. And and what about your own favourite comedy quartets? Who, who who do you enjoy watching? Oh, I like the gents. I like Lunchbox. Oh, yeah, yeah, I like Lunchbox. Yeah, I think they're just amazing. Yeah, those guys, yeah. absolutely incredible. Yeah, yeah. inspirational. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I just wish I could fall over as well as they can. Yes. <laughs> don't don't you have one problem? I mean. Every year, presumably, you've got to top what you did last year. How on earth are you going to top this one? No idea. <laughs> we'll be thinking about that all year. And we'll probably come up with an idea in January, and then it'll be. But mm. yeah. don't know how, where it will start. Last year, we were, we were ghosts last year. of praise to Pilates from Footlights and a message for us all in these troubled times. Smile, damn it. Smile. Not always easy, but I do hope that this uh, second rewind from Harmony UK podcast has given you a little to smile about. More coming up next week. Until then, thank you for listening.